That's right. It's that time every fortnight where I'm joined by our resident sexologist and pleasure activist, Tanya Coons. Tanya, hello. Hey, Maya. Good to see you in the flesh this in, time. In the flesh. We're live in the studio. Yes, you've still got those flushed cheeks from that little bit of running around you did. Yes. How did it sound <laughs> uh, on it? Good. I heard you that listening. driving in. I heard you just at the end. I was like, oh. <laughs> Very energetic for a Monday morning. Oh, yeah. Um, which is the energy we're going to be keeping on Let's Talk About Sex today. We're talking about sex exercise. Sex exercise. Sex and sport, yeah? Yeah. So myths, uh, things you didn't know, facts to do with like what makes sex a sport in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think it's a sporting activity. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, now, I think we can kick off with maybe an obvious or obviously not, I don't know. But I think a lot of people maybe joke like, oh, yeah, you know, like it's this whole physical activity. It's a sport. But does sex count as exercise? How many calories does it burn? Um, it does. Anything that we're moving around and using the body counts as sort of exercise, I think. If you're using your body and doing stuff, then um, you're burning calories pretty much. So I did a little bit of digging around into this and uh, did a sort of, well, how many calories do people burn when they're sort of running versus how many do they burn when they're getting sexy? Mm. And it's it's interesting because it was even uh, a little bit gendered, the research. I, f I found that interesting. So it would appear that when um, folks with vulvas are running, they burn 213 calories for 30 minutes of light running and uh, penis owners 276, so it's a little bit more. Um, yeah, which is about... And sex, on the other hand, it's uh, 101 calories for folks with penises and 69, I love that number, for those with vulvas. Wow. And so it's still burning... Uh, calories off for people it's about 3.6 calories a minute if you average it all out wow yeah and um we were looking at why is sex a bit of a better workout for for folks with penises that they just they tend to be a little bit heavier so there's a bit more exertion in moving themselves around right does, that's the logic does that mean then if you are like physically fit and like maintain a regular like exercise routine would that help to make you better at sex Absolutely. I've, I, it's a, over the years, I've met so many people, and they've they've taken up the gym, and I've sort of been like, "Oh, you're okay. How you know? What prompted that?" And they're like, "I want to be better at sex." <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious? That's the reason you're going to the gym?" And it, and it is, and it was. So yeah, I definitely think the fitter you are, the more acrobatic you can be, and the more agile in the bedroom. That makes sense. Mm. And I, I also know that uh, there's a lot of research that shows being overweight. I don't like the term obese, but being overweight uh, in the medical profession is linked into performance issues for folks with penises and things like that. So if you do lose a little bit of weight, if you're having some problems, it can actually be a bit positive. I don't like to say that weight is the answer to everything because it no. isn't. And I think a lot of the times people look there for solutions rather than other things. But in some cases, it can really help. Yeah. Now, there is a reason why we've tied sport and sex together today. What is that? It's our supporter drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we, our tagline has been this year, it's time to get off the bench and get in the game because Sydney is back in a big way. But I want to briefly talk to you, Tanya, about this segment and how special and informative and I can only imagine how rewarding it must be for you to be able to come in every other week and share this, like, breadth of information and debunk some, like, mysteries and 
I guess, insecurities or keeping the shame out of the bedroom. Yeah, it's such an honour and a privilege to be able to come in and talk about this stuff. And FBI, God love you guys, let me go as deep as I want and talk about anything I want, use the language that I want, bring the politics into it. I mean, it's so... It's such a gift because we don't get to speak like this. And, you know, I do other media elsewhere and people want to keep it light and fluffy and giggly, but we don't get to the bottom line Mm. a lot of the time. And just lately I've had a whole bunch of people ring up for appointments to come and see me who've heard me on the radio and gone, yep, actually, we need to talk about this and we hadn't thought about it Mm. beforehand, which I think that's really great. We need to be encouraging conversations about sex and exchanging ideas and really taking shame out of it. This is a perfectly normal, natural, healthy subject and thing to talk about for everyone. Yeah, and I guess like it is at the end of the day, thanks to FBI being an independent broadcasting platform, we don't have to answer to anyone, we answer to you, to you listening, to those who financially support and donate and we can only keep answering to you in that sense and getting deep. That's it. And I've been a financial supporter for more than 10 years. So I was excited when when you guys came to me and said, do you want to do a little segment on sex? It was like, hell yeah, this is my station. <laughs> I really want to do that. And it's interesting because all sorts of folks come up to me and say, I heard you on the radio. It's really surprising because you know I think I come in I have a chat to you it's Mm. all very cute and then we go but we forget that there are ripples that go out into the community and folks here from um, the people who do do my tattoos hi Megan (laughs) (laughs) various other folks they're all like I heard you on the radio I like that thing you said the other day I Mm. wouldn't have thought about that yeah I mean you leave that impression on me almost every (laughs) single fortnight Tanya but Tanya yoga and sex Oh, such a good combination. Yoga gets you into your body. And Mm -hmm. I've always said that the best ingredient for good sex is to be present. So yoga is a fantastic way of taking you out of your head and all that sort of anxious thinking and bringing you into your body and uh, paying attention to your body. And these are things that you can learn and translate into the bedroom. So not only might you get a bit more subtle, supple, Mm. you might also get a little bit more present and able to be fully showing up for sex and experiencing all of the good things instead of being up in your head. Mm. We are in the middle of Let's Talk About Sex. We're talking about sex and sport. Yoga is a brilliant way, you said, Tanya, to get the sexual juices going. <laughs> you going. We were talking about calories too and yoga and positions. I was thinking... Um, You can uh, burn more calories during sex if you try different positions. Who knew? Right. So um, if you're standing in front of your partner, you can burn more calories than lying down. Um, If your partner's holding you up, uh, the person who's doing the holding up can definitely uh, burn more calories. I think it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Um, And what was the other one? Uh, Even just in missionary position, the person on the bottom can burn 14 calories in 10 minutes of missionary position sex, whereas the person on the top might burn 47. Just interesting things to know. Yeah. Also, there are, would you say, some different types of exercises or stretches you could do to improve your performance or stamina? Yeah, I think there are. There's a lot of things that you can do. Um, Keeping fit, we were talking about regular exercise. like Things like swimming help reduce the stress uh, that people have, so it helps you be able to show up more turn up a little bit more relaxed. Um, what did Harvard researchers found that uh, p- 
people in their 60s had sex lives similar to people 20 years younger than them if they were swimming. I find really, really fascinating. Wow. So swimming builds endurance and it, it boosts blood flow, which uh, we need to keep things um, flexible and going. It also um, keeps your body flexible and keeps strength in there. Uh, and it burns some serious calories. So there again, we were talking about if there are folks that are a little bit overweight and having some associated performance issues, that's a really good thing to go mm. do. Um, but you can also do uh, cardio, right? So getting some stuff up, getting your heart rate up uh, is really going to be good for you, uh, cycling blood through the body and boosting your blood flow. And that includes the blood flow into your genitals, really. So it can mean stronger erections for penis owners and greater arousal for vulva owners. It's kind of interesting. I know um, when we did studies, uh, when I was studying at uni, but uh, erectile functioning can be a three-year predictor for a heart attack in older people because the smallest arteries in the body wow. are in the groin. So if things aren't working downstairs, things might not be working upstairs later. Mm. So doing some cardio, it's not only good for all of you, it's good for your sexual performance as well. Yeah, right. We're talking sex exercise, sport and sex, and we've been chatting through different ways that uh, you can use sex to burn calories as its own b bit of like sport, um, different types of exercises you can do from swimming to cardio to yoga. But Tanya, I'm really interested to hear what you think about this next question, because I feel like always tied into the conversation of sport and sex is that idea of and I guess it is probably because of pop culture and like film phenomenon more than anything but when it comes to sports does having sex the night before or the day of or whatever it is before a quote-unquote big game a big like athletic feat that you're participating in decrease your athletic performance? Such a good question. <laughs> Such a good question. I did not know this, so I spent a bit of time researching it because clearly lots of lots and lots of um, men, I'm going to say, believe that sex and sports don't mix or they're coaches, I think. Um, but there was a new study published in the, the Journal of Sexual Medicine and it shows that this doesn't seem to be the case. It was um, a small study done with uh, 12 healthy young men aged about 25 years on average, and they looked at their leg strength and endurance. So they tested twice um, on the day before they had sex, uh, the night before, and again when they had abstained from sex the previous night. Uh, and they didn't find any differences at all, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, right. So it didn't have any impact. Um, the the things are it, the thing that I think about this is it's very small. However, there's been some other studies in Canada that have found exactly the same thing. What they haven't studied is masturbation, but I kind of think that's the same. Partnered sex, solo sex, you're going to be exerting some energy. You might be doing a little bit more with partnered sex, or there might be a bit more ability to be emotionally distracted mm. I think it's more about distraction that the coaches are worried than it is actual yeah. physical performance but you know I kind of think that that can G you up and get you going for the game as well because you've got all the endorphins flowing you've got the blood flowing through your body you've got the oxytocin you've got a whole bunch of really good things going on that put you instead for a bit of a rumble mm. I wonder where the idea must have like come from I just I have this whole thing thing that people there's, there's always shame associated with sex you can't be doing that yeah why not is my question i'm always like why not mm. what's bad about it 
you know, what is going to happen if two people or a number of people get together and do sexy things? What bad can come of it? Exactly. Yeah.